This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam. Welcome to this episode of Property Jam, the podcast where we talk about everything on the human side of property. Life, 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 life. <laughs> I thought just, you said life. <laughs> and you just life. Put, you, life. You just keep you broken the life the, the inputs. <laughs> Sorry, listen. Yes, we are. We are live in the same room as each other, Woo-hoo. and we were just reminiscing how we missed getting together live to do podcasts. We normally only do this at Christmas these days, don't we? Yeah, and there's normally wine involved. There is, and we're actually sober. Yeah, there's coffee. Decaf coffee is not even good coffee. <laughs> I mean, it's honestly, it's like being with the most boring people in the world with you two right well, now. you've had two pints. You're well on your way. Have you had two pints? Yeah. Yeah, I had lunch. Yeah, we had lunch. We had a little... I had a non-boozy lunch. He had a double boozy lunch. Oh, my goodness. We should probably get into the crux of what we're talking about oh, today. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's just the three of us in the room. In fact, we're, we're, it's not, not just, just three. Just, oh, my God, we you got dismissed. We have a special guest, uh, Tommy, who uh, works, works with us at the HMO platform. He does all of our video and content creation. And we've been having a good old chinwag about 100% mortgages. Because mm. Tommy is a 22-year-old uh, spring chicken. Which we hate him for. <laughs> yes. And uh, we were just working out how he might be able to get his first foot on the property ladder. Mm. So this is something new that's come out recently from Skipton mm-hmm. Building Society in mm. the last week or two. And it's a uh, divided opinion. 100%. Oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can come again. That was excellent. <laughs> so Do you know what? Um, I hadn't accounted for people laughing stupidly um, in my mic levels. I'm, I'm forgotten how to be an audio engineer. Oh dear. You wouldn't think I'd studied so it. So what you're uni. saying is that when I shriek and yell, I have to move back from the microphone. Yes, we're talking about microphone technique here. So oh, okay. oh. it's been a while, hasn't it, boys? So you have to schedule in your laughs. Okay, sure. So you're prepared for them. Sure. All right. Okay, cool. Got it. Okay. So 100%, 100% mortgages. Mm-hmm. So what does it mean? Well, it's quite a cool little concept, actually, and something that makes complete logical sense. Maybe not 100%, but the way they're calculating it is based on your uh, your ability to pay rent. So if you're a renter and you're stuck in the rental market, all of a sudden now you can prove that you're good at paying your rent and then they'll give you a certain loan um, against that. And that to me just makes so much sense. I agree. That's and it. that's it so thank that's you for it. listening Cheers, to guys. Property Jam for this episode <laughs> well N- Niall agrees um, why do you agree Niall? I've been saying that for years you know because living in London you pay really high rent yet as a first time buyer you're not eligible for a mortgage unless you can put uh, 25% or whatever mortgage down to secure the property it's like well you've already got evidence that I'm paying my rent every month if I were to buy a property outside of London the mortgage would be less. So if I can afford to pay the high rent, why could I not afford to pay a lesser valued mortgage? Um, I I agree with you. And I completely been, as, as non-homeowners ourselves, mm. as renters, this is something which has been high on my frustration in going for residential mortgages. I've tried two or three times and just given up mm-hmm. and just been content <coughs> renting. And then buy, instead of buying houses for ourselves, we just buy houses for other people to live in. And we just keep doing that instead. Yeah. So, in terms of um, 
I think the one contentious thing about this particular mortgage was well, is the fact that you don't have to put a deposit down. There's no fees, none of that. So you can what put happens? Put a deposit down, right? Like, but it's an optional thing. It is an optional thing. And it's what is it? Did it say? It's it it actually. Let's, let's get up Skip to Building Society's website and let's do a quick look at this. So I would question the point of even doing it because I think that the, the, the benefit of this mortgage is to people who are good earners but haven't got saved ec- saved capital, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, because they haven't and been able have to save because their rent's been so high. Exactly. Yeah. And they have history of being able to keep up to date with their rent. Yeah, servicing like Seven servicing the rent, yeah. getting it done, yeah. Less about, I mean, income will certainly play a part in this, but it's much more about your track record on mm-hmm. being, pay, being able to afford your accommodation. And especially for people that are living in buy-to-lets or family homes, if they are paying all their bills they're paying quite a high rent yeah the only thing that changes is it's their name on the deed now not the landlords yeah yeah uh exactly and you know what they're probably paying a lot more than the landlord's paying for exactly. their mortgage otherwise it's destiny <laughs> well um, i'm just looking at this now so you can overpay your mortgage and this is something which i've seen a few people uh, comment on something i've mentioned as well out there in the in the for people that we we work with is if someone wants to go for a 100% mortgage, maybe it's a good idea to overpay so that you start to get a little bit more equity. Because in the curve of how a mortgage works, a, mm. a repayment mortgage, you, you don't start paying good chunks of your equity off until a good 10 years into a 25-year term. Mm-hmm. So if you overpay slightly up front, then you're going to be in a better position if the market turns. But again, I'm an investor, so I just want cash flow. So yeah. If I can get the best cash flow possible, I'd much prefer to take that money and stick it in you know, something which is going to make me more money. And then as long as I don't lose money on that, then I'll have the money if I need it to sell the house. And if the house is worth less than I bought it for, I'm just probably not going to sell it. Why, why would you sell? Yeah. If there's a downturn in the market, why would you sell? Probably because they can't afford to pay the mortgage. That would be the only main reason I'd have thought. Yeah, and again, I mean, it's sort of... Yeah, all of that risk is going to be mitigated when you are assessed for your eligibility for the mortgage. We assume so. Well, I mean, it's going to be the same checks, I imagine, as, you know, any other resi. Because this is, we should be clear, this is only applying to residential first-time buyers. This is not something that's entered the buy-to-let so mortgage yeah. market. So far. Well, I this mean, is oh it. my goodness, how amazing it would it be? Oh, listen. 100% mortgages, I'd be buying 10 totally. uh, a week. But the question is then, is it a slippery day? Is it a slippery slope? Because, you know, and I think this is, you know. Well, I was ranks a, covering the mortgage. Sure, but then I was having a wee look on, on Instagram and then that you can see those who are in a position where they're not so supportive of this product yeah. saying that, you know, it, this is what, this was the precursor to the credit crunch in 2008. Yeah, but that, that comes down to the mindset of the people that are actually investing and actually get jumping on the bandwagon too many lenders basically too many lenders and too many people actually overextending themselves yeah if you're sensible about this and you don't end up putting yourself in risk so you're not spending more than you're earning you're not paying higher mortgage on the property that you buy as opposed to what you're now renting and you're buying an area where capital appreciation is more likely to happen just be sensible don't go crazy Hmm. Don't go crazy. Don't go crazy. But also don't go in, and again, what, it links to the point you just made, Matt. Like, it's there's this sort of feeling out there that if you go for this kind of product and then the market does slip, 
that you've made a mistake by taking out this level of finance. And it's like, well, hang on a minute. Have a it's bit not of your un- fault. Well, not your fault. It's external factors, but also have a slightly longer term perspective or at least a midterm perspective. We're talking, what, five years? Give it, think of it as a five year. Nobody tends to stay in their first property for years and years and years in the main you tend mm-hmm. to, it's a stepping stone isn't it mm-hmm. and that could be anywhere between two and five years i would argue on average i think so yeah i, th- I, th- I think that the point that the naysayers are making is that what if there's a recession in the next two years so when your fixed term comes to an end i'm not entirely sure what the fixed term is on these um if a fixed term comes to an end probably two years wouldn't it? uh well i probably want to be on no, it's five years. It's five years, interesting. It's five years. So, okay. So what they're doing is they're mitigating it, going, well, in five years' time, how likely it is for the property to be worth less than it was five years ago? And that's could be quite an interesting exercise to go back in time and mm. go, um, was there any point in time where over a five-year period, it took a discrete five-year period, that the average property price was less? Well, not even the average property price. It's the, the, those first-time buyer properties, which are the lower-value ones. Mm-hmm. Um so it'd be quite interesting to see but i can't imagine even if you took a property um from 2008 and then five years later um looked at the value probably very similar not not gone down very much and the ones that dropped massively in value and haven't recovered were the new builds and what they've done here mm. is they've excluded new builds yeah i saw that which i think is very smart yeah. about, I, I, this looking at this is actually a quite a smart product what what what's interesting in that viewpoint is that so are they saying then that they're not happy for you to get a hundred percent mortgage right now? But if you have, if you have enough savings in the bank, you can go and get a seventy-five percent mortgage, and you're okay. Yeah. Because this, the same rules will apply. If the market's going to drop, it's going to drop. Your equity's still going to drop. So you'd have lost twenty, uh, your twenty-five percent deposit, plus all your mortgage payments, and still be in the same position. Whereas if you get a mortgage on a hundred percent mortgage right now, you can save up a deposit, and save put money in the bank for five years down the line. Exactly. I much prefer to have. Um, the property and have my money working yeah, for me. I'm having my cake and eating it. Oh, I said it again. 100%. Oh, 100%. Niles, Niles, 100% happy. 100%. 100%. And 100% pissed. Um, <laughs> Two pints, you're joking. Barely touched the side. Come on, behave. <laughs> he's, he's, he's still on a roll from Saturday night. <laughs> a Eurovision party. Oh, do you know, can I just say, segue into that? Uh, the FOMO was real. I was at a one-woman conference and all I saw was pictures of you guys getting dressed up doing Eurovision. You know how much I love Eurovision. Um, Go on, well, Sweden, I will have to say, uh, Laura is still uh, suffering. I heard that she three, had a bit, three of a, days later. a bit of a drink fest. So good girl. You know, first night without second baby. Come on. Mm-hmm. Girl's got to let loose. She's also lost quite a lot of weight as well. And, uh, <laughs> so she's literally half the woman she used to be. <laughs> Bless her. <laughs> um, anyway, coming back onto this. So one thing I thought would be quite interesting is to see how much um, of a, how much money you need or how much money that the Skipter will give you if you're paying rent. So um, we were having a quick chat with Tommy and... Uh, we're going to get you there, Tommy. We're going to get you gonna, on the ladder there, we're man. Gonna work, we're going to work out how to get Tommy a flat uh, <laughs> or a house. Um, bearing that Tommy lives very close to Brighton, it's going to be highly unlikely, but we'll see. So we've what decided we he's do. moving to Burnley. Oh, yes, Burnley. <laughs> so we, you could buy pretty much anywhere in Burnley. You could buy Burnley. <laughs> yes. Um, but let's assume that Tommy's paying, I don't know, £600 towards rent. Um, Tommy, do you by any chance live with your mum? Yes, there he is. There's proof that he exists, and if you can hear him in the background there. And uh, just for the, just for you are typing into um, an online form on Skipton's website right yes. now. I am. Yes, you have really good eyesight. Yeah, it's for our listeners. You didn't say that, yeah. so the listeners will be wondering why you're asking these questions. Okay, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Well, uh, 
we're, we're there now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Funnily enough, our listeners are not in the room with They're us. They're not in the room with us. The camera. I've only just realised. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we've only got one listener, and it's Tommy. So, <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, our number one fan. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, as we were, um, so Skipton Building Society on their website. Niall, thanks for Thank telling the listeners. Yes, You're I'm welcome. looking at their track record calculator. They're calling it, calling it their track record mortgage. So, £600 per month. Uh, Tommy, are you over 21? I am. So you are eligible. Are you a first-time buyer? I will be. Um, do you have less than a 5% deposit? Have you got any money? Yes. Yeah, yeah so it's basically it's, it's zero in the bank. There we go. Um, so and also you've got to have a good credit. That's no reflection on his employers, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Hell no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pay him more pay him more uh, and um, there's also a bunch of other criteria uh, you must have played at least 12 months rent in a row during the last 18 months okay and you must he's also nodding. have he's it, nodding he's good he's nodding yeah, he's ticking good there. yes and also have you um, paid all the household bills so utility bills council tax for at least 12 months in a row Yes. So um, you'll have to demonstrate that you've paid that on top of your rent. Mm -hmm. So let's say you get £600 a month. We're going to calculate you can borrow £111,865. Which will get you a doormat in Brighton. <laughs> okay. So where do you think, Tommy, you can live and get a place for £111,000 in and around the southeast? Moleskine. Worthing Way. Away from Brighton along the coast. Mm. Keep going. Um, I think keep going until you hit Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> keep going north. That's the, that's, surely that's the other direction. Head north. <laughs> yeah. Go north, yeah. go up. Yeah, well, you think, I think it's going to get worse but when you, before they get better when you go up. Oh, you'd get a nice place in Grimsby for that price. Uh, so maybe Tommy might need to have a little bit more money to play with. So what uh, do uh, we, uh, you might get someplace in and around Hayward's Heath, Burgess Hill, those areas. Oh, yeah. yeah. Little, Little Hampton. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you don't have to go a million miles away. No. Well, well let, let's maybe increase the rent. And maybe Tommy needs to make a decision to pay more rent. Um, you can ask your landlord to put your rent up. <laughs> and then um, ask for your employer for more money. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So let's say that you were then able to pay £1,000 a month towards your uh, rent. You're then able to borrow £186,000. Changes things. Which then changes things quite yeah. a lot because you can definitely get one or two bed flats sure. in and around these areas for and sure. maybe even um, one or two bed houses. Mm -hmm. What's useful about this is that you can start to plan. Yeah. As a first time buyer, this allows you to start thinking about the changes that you need to make financially in order to get what it is you need. That's yeah. good, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And to think about where, where, where do I want to live? Yeah. You know? And you don't have to worry about saving right now because because once you're on the ladder, think about the compound effect. If you get on the property ladder now, that property will be worth a hell of a lot more in five years, 10 years, 20 years time. Mm -hmm. um, and the more you delay getting on the ladder, the less capital appreciation you're gonna get in the long run. Yeah. And there's also a good argument that when you're buying at those levels, it's better to get your stamp duty relief than when you start Ooh. then on the little buy to let Did he just say stamp duty relief? Stamp duty relief. That's a really good point, actually. S-D-L-T. S-D-R. Oh, I see. Oh, you went relief. I was going to go stamp duty land tax, but okay, fine, sure. We're in harmony. I have no idea what I've just done here. I'm so sorry. It's always like when you go and you go tax. Way. That's a song, isn't it? Oh, that could be a... We could do a... Anyway, segue. 
Yeah, that, but you're right. You actually are getting a much lar- larger relief. Always, always, much larger relief on that first purchase. You know, but it's so free go for and it. under two fifty. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you might as well, you know. So that when Tommy then goes to build his portfolio, which you know, he will do, which he will do. Yes. Oh, yes, look at that. Go. He's paid to say that, bless him. Uh-huh, literally. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the clock. <laughs> yeah. But, it, it, but on, on that note, though, I see that uh, there are a lot of training companies that we've been through and people that work within the industry. Mm. And a lot of the staff never invest or never buy their own properties or don't really seem to be interested in it, which I think is a real shame. Mm. When you're surrounded by it all the time, you should really take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Can I ask a question? No. Rude. Um, you know, with the help to buy scheme, where you had the five percent deposit mortgage. Yes. Part of that was that you couldn't be seen to invest in any form of buy to let. Yes. Property. Are there any c- restrictions around that? Okay. Are you a first time buyer? What I mean is subsequently within the five-year fixed period because on the help-to-buy scheme where it's five years for that initial fixed mm-hmm. term, you could not be seen to be investing in anything else. Oh, you couldn't go buy anything else? Nope. So, for example, if you had a deposit and chose not to put it down yep. and then chose to put your deposit down and buy to let, which would be, in my opinion, not financial advice, a very smart move. Uh, agreed. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I would be interested yourself. to know. Talk I would yourself, yeah, but you could put the, the deposit... The as a director's loan into your own company. Well, this was what I was going to say, because the workaround from that company. would be an SPV, right? Yeah. So, yeah. But again, with Help to Buy, that is the last time I checked, because I remember this was a student who was that, you know, do I go down the Help to Buy route yeah. versus do I invest route? And part of the terms and conditions at the time on the Help to Buy scheme was you couldn't put it in a company vehicle if you were seen to be on a company vehicle as well. I see. So as long as they weren't named on the company vehicle and they kind of did it in some jiggery pokery way, mm-hmm fine but it, it, it was i can't it was real see i can't see anything on here obviously which okay. would prevent you from being a um but i guess this is just the inquiry form there would be a lot more terms and conditions to come along with that absolutely although i think that would be quite a big one mm. I, I think because they're, they're quite upfront with help to mm. buy well they were also just one thing to note mm. there's a big sign here it says please note this product may be withdrawn <laughs> at any time without notice brilliant <laughs> Uh, so it's not like any other mortgage product for sure <laughs> yeah 100% <laughs> <laughs> so although this one is quite a revolutionary one it, you know in the current climate I don't well, it's either going to go one of two ways yeah. uh, other lenders are going to jump on the bandwagon and go yeah this is going to work mm. um, yeah. Skipton have taken that, that bold step to do something like this Yeah. and then others are going to watch and see if it works if it does they'll probably start doing something similar Yeah. and uh, or it won't work and they won't lend any money through it and then no one will do it and it'll, and it'll be, be withdrawn. I so think this is going to be very popular. So why, why would Skipton now come out with a product like this? What's the advantage to Skipton or any other building society? Get because money. they're struggling to lend money elsewhere. Yeah, get money. money out. It's get money out. People are not investing. People are not spending the money. So they're a bank. And what do banks do? They want to make they the money. Lend. They want to lend. Yeah. They yeah, want to get their return. Well, I suppose they're not a bank, they're a building society, yeah. but still, yeah. um, they're, they're a lender. So they will have money, they'll have funding lines, mm. and they've got deposits, yeah. other people, other people's deposits, money that they need to make money on. Yeah. Uh, so that's how that's how money works. It Money goes round, and interest is paid, and money is made. 
You're a poet yeah. and you don't know it. And and uh, I, I, it doesn't make any sense what I'm saying, so I'll stop there. I do think that this will be uh, a gateway for other lenders to jump into the market. Ooh, it's a gateway mortgage. It's a gateway mortgage. Oh, it is. Well, it actually is. Well, it is a gateway mortgage. It's a gateway yeah. mortgage. It's a gateway mortgage to first-time buyers, for sure. But I think it's also, it, from the lending landscape, I think it's... Uh, it's going to be a trial to see whether this product works. Therefore, if more, yeah. like you say, more lenders will come into the market. I suspect they will. What will be interesting is to see if that then translates as a financial product on the investment side. And that is what I would like to watch quite closely because I have a feeling it might. Well, at the moment, uh, buy to let is capped about 85% which yep. products are still on the market. That's right. Uh, I think it would take a lot for a lender to push that up and also that interest rate is going to be one hefty interest rate 100 percent. but again you know it's always going to i don't think there'll be many products available but i suspect there might be one or two that offer it and therefore with, with, the, with the almost like the penalty of a higher interest rate so if they're going to lend with well, coming back to the idea that nar was saying if banks want to lend the money then they want a lot of people to be lending to borrowing on those products so if they create a product where very few people are going to want it or very few scenarios where it might work so, for example, a high interest rate on a 100% mortgage is only going to work in certain areas of the country. True. Mm -hmm. So, therefore, are they limiting how many people actually get applied for those mortgages? I think they probably are. Maybe. Which is uh, maybe one reason why we won't see 100% buy to let mortgages. Um, because you'd have to be, you know, I, I, we just had a mortgage go up to be more than the more than the rent. The rent was twelve hundred pounds. The mortgage went up to twelve hundred uh, and fifty, and it was up. It was originally at six hundred. Mm. Oh gosh! Um, and that went up overnight. <coughs> and it's being refinanced at the moment. It will go back close to six hundred. So it just hit the end of its um, fixed term, basically. Yes, at the end of the fixed yeah. term. The reason why we didn't do anything about it because that that property was supposed to be being sold. Okay. And it all fell through towards oh, the end. Right. So then we were un you know unknowingly caught in a situation with this property, which we're now funding by about one hundred and fifty pounds a month. Yeah. So, which is why you can't just have one property, you've got to have millions. Economies of scale. Yes. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Either way, very interesting. A, a, a notable change. So, one to keep an eye on. Um, interesting change, I think. Yeah. Interesting. Very good. In <laughs> you really are on fire. <laughs> Interestingly, 100% change. 100% yeah. interesting, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> it d doesn't say what the interest rate is, though. That's, uh, I'd like to know what the interest rate actually is on this. Uh, Come on now, that's going to be that's going to be lender dependent, right? Not, I mean lender, I mean borrower dependent. <laughs> Whose <laughs> tummy is growling? I, I, I heard it. He did say he was that hungry. Was me. I, I don't think the mics will be able to pick it up. We don't know, but um, yes, I, I am hungry, and we are going for dinner after this. Um, so I, I'm, I'm very inclined to keep this episode very short. Um, Sorry, listeners, we're going to cut this short because Matt's <laughs> <'cause> hungry. Matt's <laughs> hungry. <laughs> if, to, be, to be honest, it's the best reason. <laughs> Not because the topic is dull, boring, or we've come to the end of everything we could probably talk about. Sure. Could we talk about anything else like when it comes to 100% mortgages? No, I'm bored, actually. This is not no. my favourite topic. Well, no. that, well it led to quite a long discussion. I mean, it really did. But I think, have we rinsed it? I feel like we've rinsed it. Well, I think well, some people might not know about the uh, the history of 100% of mortgages. Oh, God. Is he really going to go there? We're going down Northern Rock. Oh, jeez. Okay, go well, on. Well, we, we've put this in our team, um, our team teams. And uh, one of our team piped up and was like, oh, you, Adam, a, who does our um, kind of customer success and sales conversations, uh, he was saying, uh, uh, trying to convince Tommy and Jordan to go and get one because he started out with a 100% uh, 
mortgage on mm-hmm. his first home with Northern Rock. With Northern Rock. So, uh, and he lived to tell the tale, and it was a very, very good thing for him. Mm-hmm. So he's been uh, extolling the virtues of it. And uh, if we go back to before 2008, 110% mortgages were possible, and you didn't need any affordability because you could just sign off your own... Self-cert. Self-cert. So. Yeah. It's like anything. Just go into it with your eyes wide open. Do your research. Don't buy a lemon. Don't buy a lemon. That's don't a hashtag if a ever lemon. I heard one. Um, but I like lemons. They're good in a gin and tonic. Yeah, but you don't want to live in one. <laughs> I hell no. Get you just get twisted and bitter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> or bitter and twisted. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop making me laugh. <laughs> okay, so in my opinion, which is obviously expert, uh-huh. um. I have never ever heard anyone say that the phrase, they wish they twist and bitter is the first thing. Second thing is that oh, I wish I hadn't bought. I wish I hadn't bought on the residential side. I wish I hadn't bought. It's um, probably a school of people after two thousand and eight that wish they hadn't bought certain new bill flats. Yeah. The, okay, so there will be a pocket, right? But I, yeah. in generally speaking, people always say, "I should have bought then. I should have bought then." Or I wish I hadn't sold. Or I wish <laughs> I hadn't <laughs> sold. Yes. But this is what I mean. It's like just getting on the ladder, you'll find a way. Y- you do find a way. And I, I think, you know, if people can take uh, advantage of a, of a product like this to get themselves on the ladder, fucking do it. We also have to caveat, we are not being paid by Skipton and we're also not mortgage brokers. So do not take this, anything we've heard today, as financial advice. However, Skipton, if you'd like to get in touch around sponsorship, we would be happy to hear from you. And we can do this episode ten times over. <laughs> Why are you using those voices? <laughs> Seriously. Because we're twisted and bitter. You're professionals now. <laughs> it's because we've suddenly got a microphone in front of our faces. And, and, really weird. and a red pop shield. And a red pop shield. <clears throat> <laughs> What, what what are we uh yeah what, what radio show could we present jay um oh i feel like we should be on the news together this the is news. very double act isn't it okay yeah good morning news of some description what? the new Piers and Susanna, even though he fucked off quite a while ago um, i'm not pretty I'm, I'm not happy to be Piers. i'm not happy to be Susanna. i'm definitely not happy to be Susanna either so uh, i found out my partner really fancies her the other day i got so uh, really? pissed off at him i was so angry i was like excuse me yeah Anyway, by the by, should we end on, up the episode? On that note, uh, I'd say thank you for listening. Uh, this has been all about 100% mortgages. I've been Matt Maker. Goodbye. It's 100% goodbye from me. It's <laughs> 100% goodbye from me. Come and jam with us on social media where you can hear more and see more. On Facebook, search Property Jam Podcast. Or you can follow us on Instagram at Property Jam Podcast. Or you can email us at propertyjampodcast at outlook.com. See, See you on the next, next episode. episode.